Chris transfers to Houston. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, lo- <clears throat> excuse me, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. All right, we will uh, talk about Houston, Houston getting Zeon Chris. Uh, we got the big JMU Raging Cajuns basketball game here tonight in Lafayette, and uh, Marshall gets a win on the road against uh, Monroe. We'll take another quick look at maybe the lines, the spreads for tonight's Sunbelt basketball uh, games. But the big news yesterday, of course, about 20 minutes after I post, maybe 30 minutes after I post the podcast about should there be uh, deadlines in the transfer portal uh, and had a good discussion uh, on Twitter yesterday. Uh, Zeon Chris, former Raging Cajuns quarterback, ends up at Houston. All right, so that's a Power 5 team. They're in the Big 12. New coach, Willie Fritz. The only thing is, there is an incumbent quarterback, all right? So maybe Willie Fritz is like, he's incumbent because he started last year, and that's Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith Donovan Smith transferred from Texas Tech to Houston. He played okay last year, no great shakes in Dan, playing for Dana Hogerson. Uh, about 65 and 65% completion percentage, 2,800 yards, 22 touchdowns. 13 interceptions. Again, not awful. Did have six rushing touchdowns uh, in uh, and about 430 yards on uh, the ground. So it would appear to me from the outside, I don't know anything, is that Willie Fritz is telling Zeon Chris, you're going to have a chance to compete. All right, come on in here, play like you know you can, and the starting job will be yours. I'm sure he's telling Donovan Smith the same thing. Donovan, we got to bring in some depth. We got a good uh, quarterback prospect here. Iron sharpens iron. You know, if you play well, if if you play well enough to get the starting job, you'll get it. All right. You'll have a chance to compete. Right. And a lot of times that's all these guys really want. All right. Is a chance to compete. However, that's not the day and age that we're in these days. All right. Very, very few times do you see that. And you got to Kind of one of the biggest ones was, and I know he's not playing well now and he's lost his job, but was, you know, Russell Wilson, right? R- Russell Wilson was brought into Seattle after, you know, as, as we're going to, you know, get to you eventually, but he was better than Matt Flynn. And it didn't matter that Matt Flynn had signed this huge contract and signing bonus. They let Matt Flynn go. Russell Wilson was the starting quarterback. And, you know, Pete Carroll was like, I can't start this guy who isn't better than this guy. So uh, that's one of the few times that I believe that that's happened that I can remember. Uh, But in this day and age, it's usually like you're going to start, right? We hear that all the time. He wasn't brought in not to start. We can go back to, you know, South Alabama and, you know, Carter Bradley. Carter didn't have a whole lot of experience. He had a little bit of experience here and there. You know, he's the son of an NFL coach, but that doesn't necessarily help you a whole lot just to get the starting job. and so he had to beat out, and he clearly did beat out uh, Desmond Trotter uh, in his first uh, camp there. But 
he was probably brought into, you know, he's going to play. You know, he's he's going to be the guy. Uh, so I find I do find the move very interesting. My guy uh, Parker Ainsworth, he is the host of let's get this name right, Locked On Cougs, right? Does a great job with the Houston, uh, with the Houston Locked On podcast. And he tweeted, he's my initial thought is in 2024, there's room to play for both. Okay. Do we go with the old adage? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. And these two are the same, right? Uh, Zeon Chris may, Zeon Chris will go over his numbers. He only played in a handful of games. All right. So he had more yards on the ground, almost 500 on, and only 73 carries, also six touchdowns. He completed uh, over almost 67% of his passes uh, and had 11 touchdowns and five interceptions. He, you know, he had to step in for the injured uh, Ben Woldridge and, you know, played uh, pretty well. Did well at UAB, almost gave the game away against Buffalo, played okay against Minnesota in the first half. Texas State was spectacular. Fell short in his comeback against Georgia State. Played incredible against South Alabama and then did not play well against Arkansas State before he he got hurt. Uh, and that was the end of his season. And then went into the uh, transfer portal. Went into the transfer portal on signing day and now has come out. So you hope that, you know, he got a little bit of cash. You know, that's right. Tillman Fertitta, right? The Rockets owner, big Houston alum. Uh filling up the coffers there with the NIL. So you hope he got a little bit of cash, right? He's also, you know, again, he's going to be in the uh, Big 12, all right? So that's that's an upgrade, obviously, over the Sun Belt. Uh, but you hope he he gets the job, right? You, and you hope it's not, it's really hard to play two quarterbacks, right? This is not like we're going to spell Derek Carr with Taysom Hill and bring in some plays, right? Are we going to, are we going to switch? You know, someone's going to have to be the starter. Qu- quarterback is is a very different animal. I, you know, for the most part, right? You, offensive line doesn't switch out. Maybe once in a blue moon, someone gets a a set of downs. Defensive line switches out. I think linebackers usually stay the same. Corners stay the same. Obviously, running backs are in and out. Wide receivers are in and out, but usually quarterbacks are not. Uh, for the Cajuns, a few years ago, right? Fans will remember uh, in Billy Napier's first year. They had a, there was a Nunez, Andre Nunez. He was the quarterback. And no matter what happened, Levi Lewis was going to get one series every fourth series. So it didn't matter if Nunez led on three straight uh, quarterback uh, TD drives. The fourth possession was going to go to Levi Lewis. And it didn't matter what Levi Lewis did. If the team was struggling and he led him on a touchdown drive, he was coming out. All right. So at one point in time, he led the, I always made this joke, he led the nation in uh, rushing yards per handoff because like three times he had like an 80 yard or 75 yard handoff. Like it wasn't him. It was either Eli Mitchell or like Raymond Clay Jr. One play handed off (laughs) touchdown happened like three times in the season. It was crazy. So again, you hope that he got some money to go there. All right. It does seem like it's a good opportunity but if he's splitting reps with somebody else, that's not going to be great. So um, Gant, the linebacker from the Cajuns, also is in Houston. He tr- he went into the portal and came out really quickly. So he he went in. Boy, I think he went in right after the regular season. 
And I'm not sure he was in there for a week. He knew where he was going and he was highly sought after. And, you know, it was not too much after Willie Fritz got the gig. So um, that's a big move. I did think there was an outside shot that he was coming back to the Cajuns. People were telling me I was wrong. They were right. I was wrong. Uh, mark it down. Uh, and he did end up in what I think is a, is a good spot. I would have been disappointed if he picked another G5 program. And I know Houston was a G5 program you know, a couple of years ago, but not uh, anymore. All right. And you have a new coach, new system. You know, Willie Fritz is, you know, he had the drop back quarterback uh, in Pratt, uh, who can run a little bit. Uh, and of course he ran, you know, the triple option at George Southern. So he can do a good job mixing up uh, defenses. All right. Or offenses rather. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. It, you know, again, I hope it works out. All right. This is, I, you know, do, do I wish he stayed and played for the Cajuns and, you know, became one of the all-time greats and, you know, led this team to, you know, some belt championship in 2025. You bet I do. And a full stadium. Absolutely. Do I wish him the best in succeeding at Houston and, you know, getting to the pros? Absolutely. Will there be an, I told you so. No, there won't be. I, you know, they're just, I, I don't think that that's, that does not, that's not coming. All right. Uh, be disappointed in the outcome, but there's not going to be, you know, be careful what you wish for, or, you know, the grass isn't always greener, that type of deal. There won't be. I just hope for the best. I do. It's a little bit of an interesting decision. Again, there would seem to be some money behind it. That's okay. Uh, but usually these guys like Riley Leonard's not going to Notre Dame to compete with anybody. He's the guy, right? And maybe Riley, you know, a little bit more experience than Zion, but in this day and age of NIL and transfer portal, usually you're going to be the guy. Maybe he is the guy. We don't know, but there is an incumbent quarterback there already in Donovan Smith. We'll have to wait and see how that uh, works out heading into spring ball. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we got a huge basketball game to talk about. JMU's undefeated season against the Raging Cajuns' 19-game home winning streak on the line tonight. It is Locked On Sunbelt, your team, every day. Let me tell you a little bit about game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buying tickets, buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N Locked On for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I lost the stream for a second. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Huge matchup tonight. Uh, JMU taking on uh, the Cajuns. All right, the Cajuns 0-1 with uh, not a very good ball game last time out. Is that against ODU? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, that was South Alabama played ODU. Um, 
Oh, my goodness. They lost at Marshall. All right, so Marshall's won a couple in a row. Okay. So now they're playing James Madison, and James Madison has had quite the season, right? They went to Michigan State, beat Michigan State by three. They had a ridiculous ending against Kent State, where they won 113-108, and they were down five left to go. Was it even that much? <laughs> Let's check out the, the, the actual play-by-play. -play. It actually was in two overtimes, but I thought the craziness sent it to the first overtime. All right, let's see what we got here because this is its going to be forgotten because it was in November at the MAC SBC Challenge, but it was uh, Chris Payton. This is on ESPN.com play-by-play. Chris Payton made two free – Chris Payton Jr. for Kent State makes two free throws. There's three seconds left, 89-84. Noah Friedel makes a three-pointer. It's 89-87 with like one second left. You got to get the ball inbounds. All you got to do is throw it up in the air and have someone touch it on the other side of the court. I don't know what they're doing. But they got a – Kent State was called for an offensive foul. So now <laughs> JMU is going to take it out of bounds underneath their own basket. And for some reason – Kent is playing man-to-man. -man. This is the reason you play zone, because a couple of picks got, I believe, Friedel um, free for a layup. That tied the ball game up. So down five with three seconds left to go. They tie the ball game up at 89. They win it in double overtime, 113-108. And they have not lost since. They just they keep on rolling along. And obviously now everybody is gunning for them. They're, uh, you know. They've beaten Fresno. Uh, they took down Old Dominion, which was not, oddly enough, a, um, a conference ball game. They beat them 84-69. Uh, I think Old Dominion had a huge crowd that night. They took down uh, Texas State in their first uh, conference ball game, 82-65. There are some lesser competitions, Morgan State and Coppin State and Keystone in there. Um, and Howard is in there. But they are, doesn't matter. They are 13 and 0. Uh, I've seen them in a mock drafts at 8. I've seen them in a mock drafts at 10. Their net rating is in the low 30s. There's, that's not a lot of room to get in the NCAA tournament, by the way. Right? If they lose a couple, they're going to have to win that Sunbelt Conference tournament, and that's going to stink, if you ask me. All right. But now they're coming on the road. Let me see where their last road game. They did beat Morgan State on the road. They have played a handful of road games. They started two on the road, Michigan State and Kent State. Old Dominion was on the road. Hampton was on the road. And Morgan State was on the road. So they've played a few road games. They're going to hit the road now, playing the Cajuns and Southern Miss. All right. James Madison is uh, led by uh, Terrence Edwards Jr., 17 and a half points a game. They seem to be uh, pretty balanced here. TJ Bickerstaff has 16 points a game. Michael Green, the third, 11 points a game. And Noah Friedel, also 11 points a game. Uh, they shoot it pretty well from three. Edwards, 38%. Michael Green, 42%. Friedel, uh, 36.5%. All right. Even Julian Wooden, 34%. I mean, they shoot it as a team at 37% from three. So the Cajuns, excuse me, are going to have their work uh, cut out for them. And again, the way the Cajuns are going to win 
There's only one way the Cajuns win, to be honest with you, and they have to hit threes. All right. It's not so much playing three defense. It's play. It's hitting uh, the threes, and they just haven't when they lose. Um, they lost to Marshall by uh, 14. They got off to a good start against Rice. They actually had a big lead against McNeese, lost it, got back into it, took the lead uh, when they hit a couple of threes. Uh, and we are just looking for some consistency. We got Joe Charles here. He's he's local kid, uh, Karen Crow Joe, and he's really good. He's just not all that consistent. I mean, he's almost averaging a double-double. 11 points a game, nine rebounds a game. But sometimes it feels like it's, you know, 16 points a game, and then the next game is like five points a game is the problem. Um, as a team, they shoot it pretty well from three at just almost at 38%. They're going to have to do that tonight. They're going to have to, you know, going to rebound a little bit. This is a team that that struggles rebounding. Um, it's not that they have to beat JMU on the boards. They just got to stay close is the deal, right? Don't lose by 10, but lose by like five or less. Themis Folk's going to have to be having more aggressive, and they got to finish at the rim. See if Kobe Julian, I think he was the Sunbelt two-time player of the week, like back-to-back weeks. Uh, see if he can... Uh, be aggressive. He's averaging 18 points a game, probably should be averaging more than four and a half rebounds a game, but he's having a good season. Uh, they just don't have uh, the inside play. Hosanna Katinji does what he can, right? He's got eight, eight and a half points a game, four and a half rebounds a game. He's just, you know, he's built like a brick house, but he's just not all that tall. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's see what we got here. So uh, we'll see how this goes. I don't think I don't think it's a big point spread. I'm kind of surprised at that. Winning on the road is hard. All right. Winning on the road is hard. Let's see what the well, we don't have the line here. Let me see if we can get this. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Boom, 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 boom. Scores now. It will not let me stay on the U.S. site. I watch. I go back and forth from the U.S. site to the. Well, let me do it. Um, let me see what the line is. See if I can do it here. Uh, I thought I saw it was JMU by just a couple. Let me see. No, it's not giving me. Um, you know what? Let's check the phone. It'll be in the phone. All right. Sorry about this. Should have done it pre, but I hadn't thought about it yet. Uh, so we're going to the uh, FanDuel app, all right, and see what we can find there. College basketball. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of teams. Um, and we'll go over the lines for the rest of the Sun Belt here uh, coming up. In uh, the next segment, I, I mean, my pick, uh, by the way, the Cajuns have not lost at home since February 12th, 2022. They did not lose at home last year. So it'll be interesting to see if they can come up. Uh, James Madison's a five and a half point favorite. That's a lot. I would probably take the Cajuns. I don't know if the Cajuns are going to win, but five and a half coming into the Cajun Dome, kind of the first year, that seems to be a lot. So, but if the Cajuns are going to win this ball game, they're going to have to hit more than 10 threes. 
All right. Twice this year, they've hit 18, setting and then tying a school record. All right. So, uh, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Hoping for a big crowd. Hoping for a crowd. Come on. Can we show up? Can we show up a little bit? Again, it should be nine to 10. It's too much. I'm hoping for five, although I think that's high. It'll probably be 35 to four. No. Hopefully, it'll be a big crowd. You don't, you don't need a big crowd to have it noisy in there, right? If you get the three to 4,000, it'll be noisy. And if you get to 5,000, it'll be even better. All right. It's been a minute since they've hosted a top 25 team. I think they hosted Nevada and Tennessee one year back to back. And it's been more than a minute since they beat a top 25 team. They beat Mississippi State, I think, in 02. That may have been the first game of the season. So it's it's been a minute, but it's a Sunbelt team. It's a G5 team. You know, a friend of mine said, you know, I didn't even know JMU was ranked. Well, that's a you issue. And maybe it's a Cajun's marketing issue to get that out there. But should be a well of a ball game. Uh, we shall see how it goes. Again, if the Cajuns are hitting 10 threes, they'll be in it. If they fall short of that, they could get blown out. All right. We'll, and we'll see how JMU again. JMU's played some big time games on the road. Kent State, before they lost to JMU, they had the longest home winning streak in the nation. Cajuns right now are like third. But Kent State had a long time winning streak, maybe in the 30s. And JMU went in there after beating Michigan State. So they're not afraid of playing on the road. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll uh, recap the. Uh, Marshall win over Monroe and look at the betting lines for tonight's ball games in uh, the Sun Belt. Let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's see if we can get this right here. All right. FanDuel Sportsbook. Easier to do this on the, there we go, on the computer than on the phone. All right. Uh, quickly, last night, Monroe uh, hosted Marshall, and all of a sudden, Marshall may be turning things around that them and Southern Miss, who had both great wins uh, last year, uh, great seasons last year, both off to uneven starts, one might say. But Marshall's now won uh, two in a row. Let me see if it's any more than that. No, they've won two in a row, being the Cajuns at home and uh, holding off Monroe last night in Monroe, 68-57. Actually, Twenty-one uh, first half, and then looks like they kind of coasted from there. Let's see who led uh, the way. I'm never going to be able to say this guy's name right. This is a great name, Obina 
Anicelli Killen. All right. That's a great name. I mean, sounds like a prince. Uh, 20 points, nine rebounds, four assists, three blocks. That's a nice ball game. All right. Kerfman had 14 points uh, for the herd to go along with four, po- uh, four rebounds, three assists, and three steals. Um, Nagapot, again, I don't know how to say his name. I apologize for the Warhawks actually came off the bench and scored 25 points or uh, scored 12 points. Tyreek LaCure, former Jaguar, he led the starters from Monroe. This is kind of disappointing with nine points. That's going to be tough if not one of your starters is in double figures. Yeesh. Uh, I presume Marshall covered. Let me see. Uh, It's not going to tell me. Okay. Uh, I presume Marshall covered in that ballgame. All right, so let's check out uh, the lines. Let's see if we, okay. So we we told you James Madison, five and a half point favorites here against the Cajuns. I would probably take uh, the Cajuns in that one. It's not the worst of all ideas to do the money line there. James Madison minus 260, but the Cajuns are plus 205. So that's not the worst of all ideas. Can you separate that? No, it doesn't seem. All right, so let's go down the list. Can't separate it by conference. So let's see if we can scroll down and check out the rest of the Sun Belt. Troy hosting Old Dominion. You know Old Dominion is going to want to bounce back, but Troy is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, at home, I would take the Trojans over the Monarchs in uh, that one. Interestingly enough, South Alabama is a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home. I may take South Alabama there. App State may be better. Uh, and South Alabama's coming off a ridiculous come-from-behind victory. So, actually, maybe App State's the play there. Um, tough to bet on road teams in uh, the Sun Belt is my only thing. All right. Um, Arkansas State is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Georgia Southern. That's pitting the two former Alabama assistants that are now head coaches in the Sun Belt. I would take Georgia Southern in this one. I think Arkansas State's going to win, but I think Georgia Southern's going to cover. That's a nine-and-a-half-point spread Arkansas State, like four and eight. That's a big point spread. I know Georgia Southern is like one and 12. I get it. But that's a big point spread for a team that's four and eight. So I would take Georgia Southern in that one to cover. Arkansas State will probably win. Uh, Texas State, I had an eight and a half point favorite over Coastal Carolina. I would take the Bobcats there. Southern Miss looking to bounce back over their loss to Georgia Southern. They're three and a half point favorites over Georgia State. Hmm. Probably take Southern Miss because they are at home. And I think that about uh, wraps it up. Uh, we will have, uh, I'll do it tonight. I've, for some reason, been doing these shows in the mornings. I don't know why. Um, maybe just trying to think of topics. Um, but we will have, I, I will definitely put one together first thing in the morning or uh, you know, late, late tonight. Uh, we'll wrap it up. I'll have an instant recap and we'll wrap up the JMU and Cajuns game. And we'll go down the Sun Belt, you know, the Sun Belt uh, slate as well. So we'll recap all of that for tomorrow's episode. And that'll be up first thing in uh, the morning. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. We've had some really good responses, right? Last week, like last month was the best month ever. Last week was the best week ever. This week may be the best week ever. So really appreciate uh, all of the support and all of the views. And keep those comments coming. It is me answering the comments, although it does say locked on Sunbelt. It is uh, me with another good hair. All right. Uh, Again, thank you so much for tuning in and watching Locked on Sunbelt, your team 
every day. You are.